What, are you going to smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. yeah. You're not? No. Why, you're a Mormon or something? You're Jesus freak? No, man, I'm not losing my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f*** is Miss Stogie, guys? Flying in. What even flying in? Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, libertarians, people of all ages, sports fans, and anyone else who just likes other things. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and we are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on this lovely Saturday morning on the 6th of February, the year of our Lord. With me, of course, is the wonderful Honest Abe. Good morning. And the lovely Lady M. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> Someone's going to say it no matter what. I can't say it anymore, obviously, so obviously someone else should. It is just a good thing to say. Don't, for, don't forget our lovers of the leaf, man. Well, yes, of course. Yes. I like to throw that in the second half. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. you, second mix, half, you mix it up. He's got whole, he's lovers got of the leaf. I got this a whole guy. thing going. He's got a whole obscure system. I think his head's yes. going to not fit in this room soon. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. It's the bangs. Really? The head will fit. The bangs yeah, may not. The bangs may not. They're going away. Or you might not see the doorway because of the bangs. They're going away after the show. Oh, you're going oh, you to get, get a haircut, haircut? Yeah, So you're going to get a like, millimeter cut again? Uh, I love when he comes back from a haircut. It's like, what did you do? I think you it, should shave your head. He right. did it before. I know. That's when I met him. He, he looked like head. Woody Harrelson from Natural Born Killers. He did. He did it. He, you played our poker tournament yeah. like in yeah. uh, eight shaved years head. ago. Was that, that was eight 2008, years ago? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, eight years ago. You played in the poker tournament. You were shaved-headed. It was not bald. You're also a lot thinner back then. You're like anorexic compared to now. Yeah. That was what happened? That was about 30 pounds ago. What happened? Smoking. You got older. Ah. That's that's a good part of it. You get older. Smoking fifteen is is normal for every employee. Everybody out there, be forewarned. You hit thirty, your metabolism takes a dive bomb. I hit thirty at (laughs) twelve. Yeah, and I'm not going to have that problem. Trust me. Well, it happens. I don't think golf is working out for you. I haven't played in a month. (laughs) Golf is working out for you. Maybe you should bypass the golf cart. Walk it. Wow. Really? Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm just saying, if you want to lose those thirty pounds, some brutality. Going out there. I'm just saying, only if you want to lose the you know 30 what? pounds. I'm, I'm you got to do something to lose it. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be honest with you because I watch most of you and what you eat all day. He's probably one of the better eaters. He is. Of, I mean, you're, you're obviously the best because yes. you're like a little health freak. But out of the guys, no. he's one of the better eaters. He Him eat and Stu together. Yeah, he doesn't eat. Yeah, yeah, Stu is fit. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also goes to the gym every day. That's what it is. You don't do zero activity, probably. Right. That's part of the problem. Not even a horizontal limbo once a week. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. no, he is healthy. I, zero, I go in and steal his zero, granola and zero, sunflower seeds. Zero activity, man. Do you, do you get off the couch when you get home? Yeah, I got to make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> to you got to pour a bourbon. <laughs> exactly. I got to go back and forth to the liquor cabinet. Speaking Adam. of bourbon, I had a nice night with uh, the, um, 
the Sensei, Master Sensei, Smoke uh-huh. My Live. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. They got a cool feature called, um, I think it's Cigar Wars. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's, yeah, he talked about it last night right. on the show. You know, I know. The cigars yeah, and... it was kind of cool, but he actually, he actually did it live on my screen while mm-hmm. I was doing the interview. What is it? It's like it's like <laughs> Cigar Tinder. They show you two brands, and you pick which is the one you'd smoke. Oh, really? And it keeps track of the votes from mm-hmm. everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they've yeah. got a top 100 list that is constantly changing. Yeah, it's fluctuating. Those guys are pretty sharp, man. Stuff up to it. And, Interesting. And if yeah. you don't like the choices, you can always just hit refresh. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I was waiting for one choice where I could say I'd rather smoke my dog's turd, but actually the, they didn't give me that option. There was always one of the cigars I would have smoked. That's funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, those guys are great guys, very innovative, and it was a it was a cool interview. We went like about an hour and fifteen minutes. Wow. Yeah. This was after your wonderful father yes, daughter dance. To, I had, Let's talk about it. I had it. to rush home from my father daughter dance, still in my sport jacket and everything, and. Uh, they looked precious. My wife had to set up all outside in the lanai, ready to go, so I just walked through the door and got on the interview. Perfect. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, very good. All right. Every week at Kiss My Ash Radio, we like to give things away. We set up a Recluse KMA Poll of the Week. Last week, we asked you, who do you think will win the Super Bowl? Amazingly enough, 57% of you picked Denver, and 43% said Carolina. Go Denver. I'm shocked, actually. I am. They, apparently, our listeners are not big fans of following the Vegas line. Which well, <laughs> apparently, the Panthers have the up on this. Yeah, they're yes. the favorite. I mean, right? look, I, I'm, I've been a Denver fan since Elway, and, and I've really been indifferent to Carolina, but I'm sure everybody listening has this type of person in their lives for some sport or team, but there's always that one guy who's such a fan. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is about that team. Never shuts up about that team. Every and I have one of those, and he's actually made me now despise the Panthers. I want to see them lose. A hot tub, Dustin Merritt. He plays oh, poker with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy who I was trolling yes, on Facebook, troll, see, yes. if I can get him to, uh, yeah, see if yeah. I can get him to defriend me, and he did. And then I outed him on that. And then he refriended you. Yeah, he refriended <laughs> me. But, I mean, that was like, that's like my new sport now, who I can get to defriend me on Facebook just because of my abuse. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, and he's like – that's all he talks about. Everything this, everything that, even at the poker, while we're playing poker. And he's made me now despise. The Panthers. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to see them lose. Just, just so part of me knows that he's suffering a little bit. <laughs> Seriously, that's <laughs> oh how bad God. it is. That makes a ton of sense. <laughs> yes. And if you comment on our poll every week, we pick a winner. And you could take only a five-pack of recluse cigars from our good friend Scott Weeks over at Iconic Leaf. And last week, Rich C. from Arizona took home the five-pack. He made a He voted in our poll. This week, all you have to do is go in and vote on this week's poll, which I don't have in front of me. <laughs> really? Yeah. You Someone did not leave the new poll information in front of me. Looking at you, John. Do no? we have it? Yeah, we had it. We had it yesterday. Mm. But, you know, speaking of Rich C., you know, he's a CRA ambassador. Ah. Yes. And speaking of CRA, Glenn, Glenn Loop. Loop is coming on a little gonna, later. See what's going on with Glenn. Going to be on the show a little bit later. Yes. Uh, Zykar. Yes. Last week, we asked you to post a photo of what did we ask them to do last week? It was in, was it last week. No theme meme. No, that was two weeks ago. Oh, oh vacation, vacation, best vacation. Your va- best vacation photo. That was last week, and Jeff W from Auburn, New York, took home that great Zycar prize pack this week. If you want to participate in our Zycar prize, just go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and post a picture of you at your Super Bowl party. Yes. A good Super shot of you at your Super Bowl bash, hanging out with your buddies, whatever. Best Super Bowl photo will win a great Zycar package. What are they going to take home this week, Lady M? This week, when you are... No, when you... <laughs> <laughs> if you were. Of yes, participate in our uh, in our poll, and Zycar will... Uh, I'm sorry. 
Wow, this is becoming brutal. Zach Hart, this post week, your picture. Post your and picture. We'll randomly pick a. We'll pick. Sorry, a I was looking up the poll. It's the, right, the poll. It it's Valentine's. Um, Zach Hart, oh. this week you're going to get an XI2 cutter. Uh, this is one of those. It's like a uh, electric blue. It's a really cool looking cutter. Uh, we'll put a picture up on our Facebook page with a can of butane, guaranteed for life from our good friends at Zycar. Yes, and this week's poll from our good friends at Recluse Cigars, the Recluse Poll KMA Poll of the Week. Do you find cigars to be a good gift for Valentine's Day? Is it an acceptable gift? Yes. Very interesting. Acceptable Yes. Gifts. Is it an acceptable, acceptable gift for Valentine's Day? I guess it really depends if you're a smoker or not. That would probably be the first thing. Most people listening to the show, I maybe know. smokers are yes. not. Yes. I, I have a soapbox alert. Oh. What? We have time. If not, just let me know. But I have a soapbox alert. Well, let me just do one. Abe's soapbox alert. Abe's soapbox alert. We, we do. We're going to get a little bit, but let me do this one thing. Yes, of course, Glenn Loop will be here this week to talk about what's going on in the CRA and the fight for our rights of cigar for cigars. We're going to play a little game of Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? Matthew Cox, brewmaster and owner of Copper Point Brewery right here in Boynton Beach, Florida, will be our guest. And we're going to talk about some of his beers. And, of course, Mari Navarro of Coots, vice president of sales, will be our Meet Your Maker. Abe Soapbox Alert. Abe Soapbox Alert. So please, Honest Abe, well, pop on that soapbox. I just want to talk about complete waste of government funds and employees. Oh. What was the name of this guy? Jackson? and uh, Something Jackson. I got to pull up. It's on that folder. But, you know, the Great Smoke event every year is done at the American German Club, which is obviously the city of Boynton Beach. is constantly trying to. Yeah, you got the name. Here yep, it is. I got the folder. Mr. Ken Jackson, Senior Code Compliance Officer for Palm Beach County. And uh, his boss is Rebecca Caldwell, who I'll be contacting this week. But these guys are uh, all over the American German Club because they don't want them to have events there. Mm -hmm. It's a venue that people can use other than the state fairgrounds, which, of course, they make great revenue from. Mm -hmm. So they're always fighting them, and the people from the German Club are always going to win. So they had a meeting recently about our event that we do every year, the Great Smoke. And um, the German Club, there was 145 photos taken by this Mr. Jackson of our event last year. Uh-huh. 145 photos taken of the event trying to find code violations. Now, four of those pictures were of me, which at first glance I didn't mind. You know, I'm figuring I'm on the grounds. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm there. I'm, I'm you know, working. These two pictures of me. Then later on I find out, I'm looking at the background. I never really took in-depth look. This wasn't me at the fairgrounds. This at was, the German club. This was, yeah, it wasn't me at the German club. This was me at Costco. This following dude, you. This dude... Hung out my place of business, stalking me, follows me to Costco because we were buying all the water. Remember when I called you to pick up the truck to come pick up all the water? Oh, this is you in front of Sam's Club? It, it was Sam's Club. Yeah, not Costco. Sam's Club. And you remember when I called you and I got the whole big tray and the water Probably, on there? Yeah. Pictures of me standing there waiting for you to pull up. Now, we, what, what code violation am I possibly going to do picking up water at Sam's Club that this guy's following me around town? Yeah. What a joke. This is our government money. This is our taxpayer money being spent awesomely. Private is you know what you should do? You should now hire someone to follow him and take pictures of him. You think I'm him. kidding? I, I'm ahead of this. Yeah. I almost didn't want to say it on the air because there's nothing illegal, but I was going to get a private detective to go follow him and his family. You and should. Take private moments and private pictures and just put them in an envelope and mail it to him anonymously. Just let him look over his shoulder for the next two months wondering who's taking pictures of him and his family. Yeah. Super weird. But, yeah, my little soapbox for the week. Had to get that off my chest. Absolutely. Hey, you know you got that drone, too, right? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Shh, <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
That thing's flying overhead. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, seriously, man, what kind of abuse? This guy, he has verbally said to the German club that his mission before he retires is to shut that place down. He has verbally said it. So he's got a vendetta, and look at the lengths he's going. I mean, what code violations for an event could I be doing at Sam's Club, you know, 15 miles away, getting water? Horrific. It's kind of spooky, though, when you see pictures. You go, God, I was being watched that day. This dude was following me. don't even me. know it. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. He's being watched right now. Don't worry, Payback's a bitch. Oh, absolutely. You do not want to get on Ava's bad no. side. Especially what's when Adam, it's soapbox time. What's Adam's favorite saying? Don't what? Don't do meth. No, don't poke the girl. No, yeah, don't poke. Yeah, don't poke the bear. Yeah, what? Do not don't, poke do, <laughs> don't do meth. How did that equate into the because conversation? He says that all the time. I love that. That's <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> At least related to the conversation. Right. Well, <laughs> you're thinking meth. about this conversation still, and I'm trying to think about the next one where I'm trying to go and move to break. Right. So we've got a great show for you. Abe has been soapboxed out. Hopefully, but maybe it'll come back. You never know. We're gonna find out what's in a box. We're gonna talk about some the Super Bowl, and more with Mari Navarro when we come back. We hope you're keeping it lit. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. Eighty years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, that legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pelotico Tobacco. Grown from seeds, hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other. Rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Features a rich, fuller body and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box. These exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Every recluse cigar is created to smash the perception that a cigar needs to be Cuban to be exceptional. Recluse cigars experience the finest manufacturing techniques in the world. Every recluse cigar is flavorful, smooth, and delivers an effortless draw every time. 
and shut up. Stay down, chump. People, you don't have to listen to this garbage. Go get yourself a recluse cigar and do it today. I said stay down. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Adam K., the Brewmeister, with the incomparable Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. We hope you are keeping it lit on this wonderful Saturday morning. We certainly are doing our best here from the studio. I feel a lot better after my soapbox alert. Good. Just putting it out there in the universe for people to hear just makes me feel better. Put, put these people on blast. Make them know. Tell Get you. them afraid. All right. Let's see what's in the box. I got a box. What? Take a look inside. I'm gonna open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Well, we got a few interesting tidbits and kernels for you this week. Uh, La Galera Cigars is shipping worldwide now. You may ask yourself, who and what is La Galera Cigars? I do all the time. I, I after months, months of delay, months of delay. Oh, man, I've been waiting for months. The newest brand from the Dominican cigar blanker, Jose Hochi Blanco, is now on its way to cigar stores throughout the world. With new sizes having been added specifically for the European market. It was originally slated to hit the U.S. late last year, but Blanco opted to hold La Galleria in favor of shipping to the United States and Europe at the same time. According to Fabian Barantes, Director of Marketing and Sales for Blanco's newly acquired Indian Head USA, which is distributing La Galera, the decision was influenced by a holdup in the production of the boxes. It's always the boxes. Blame the box guy. The packaging. It's always the packaging. Cigars are ready. We have nothing to put them in. Packaging. There's that table echo again. Anyways, uh, gallery is being made, and uh, they're back from the holly break, and you should hear, see it hitting stores uh, very soon. Vilger of North America has named Rene Castaneda uh, as its new president. The company had been without a president since it dismissed Roy McLaren in 2014. And <laughs> so, just a little bit of time. You know Renee, right? No. Yeah, Renee used to be with Miami Cigars and Orleans. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like a, it's like it, a virus. It, it, it's Once a, it, you get in it, you can't get out. It is a revolving door. Yeah, you just kind of float from company there. to company to company to company. <laughs> you never go away. No. Nobody goes away in this industry, you know. We it's like the mafia. Once you're in, you never get out. They keep drawing me back. We plan on being an innovative company while bringing Villiger back to its roots, Castaneda said. Our plan is to develop brands that connect with consumers while working alongside retailers and all partners. Well, I think that's almost a perfect pair. Nothing needs to be said anymore about that. hey <laughs> La Aurora Cigar Institute. Yes, Ooh. we need another institute in the world. An institution. This institution is part of the La Aurora Cigar World. It's a new concept 
in the world of tobacco whose primary objective is to create real experts. No more of these phony guys who think they know about tobacco. They want to make real experts in the field of premium cigars. This aim is to be achieved with the creation of La Roar Cigar Institute, the first institution in the world to educate and teach the world of cigars in a dictatic manner through a group of recognized professionals who communicate and disseminate the Dominican tobacco culture. That was almost a tongue twister. Can you get a degree in this now? I'm telling you, man. You have. She, to, I mean, well, um, it depends what you get on your SATs before they let you in. Yeah, but yeah, I did have, really good on my SATs. <laughs> I mean, uh, it'll open its doors next February and is endorsed by the Tobacco Institute of the Dominican Republic. You know, I'm not going to say anything. There's just no point at this point. What? Uh, we refer to you. Uh, Daniel Nunez, who's the ex-president of General Cigar Company, Benjamin Menendez, who's been linked to the world of tobacco for two, 62 years, and um, I guess these guys are involved, so uh, you're going to be able to go to a cigar institute and become... Are you going to go to the Cigar Institute? I think I would like to. Mari, you're going to go I'm there. Interested. We, we, we're going to have to become real tobacconists. You know, no more of this baloney stuff. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And that's what's in a box for this week, February the 6th, 2016. So, you know, with the Super Bowl being tomorrow, there's all kinds of stuff you can bet on. Proposition bets. Yes. I'm a big fan of the prop bets. I'm doing a lot of them, too. (laughs) Really? Because I totally get it. (laughs) They had to break it down for me the other day. Just, it's a little confusing. We have a prop bet in the shop. I signed up. No, we have one in the shop, a prop bet. what? Yes, I mean, uh, what point in the game will you have, like, your fifth alcoholic beverage? How far into the game? Me, personally? Yes. Oh, I'm not drinking. I'll take I'll take the over. All right, I'm actually not going to have five. Uh, no, if I buy a six pack, that's six. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll take uh, the over. <laughs> four glasses of wine plus the second man, bottle open. No, no wine. We no got wine. racquetball Monday morning, so I'll know whether she's been drinking oh, yeah. Sunday night. Uh, yeah, because I won't come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but of course, here if you want to really win some money, here's my go to every single year. Make sure you take the under on the national anthem time. It's usually around two thirteen, two twelve. It usually finishes around two oh eight. Or sometimes, if you're really lucky, just right around the two-minute mark. So my go-to, take the under on the National Anthem. Wow. I mean, if I was singing the National Anthem, I would make bank. Oh, absolutely. A <laughs> lot make of people. Bank. Just make a bunch of people I'd have a bunch of my friends you. go make bets for me. Uh, a lot and of great ones. You can, under. Of course. Will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? Somebody a once one. told me you never bet on anything that can talk. A human being. Absolutely. Also, big one out there. It's it. it over, under is about... Uh, the over/under is five point half one half of a time that they will show the Golden Gate Bridge. Take the over. That is going to be in oh, the everywhere. four to five times. I can't believe only so. So you know, I have to explain it later. The Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, but you know why it's well, one and a half uh, times. No, don't even. No, nope, don't even uh, have time. I'm sorry about that. I'll explain. To you when we break. come back, we're going to talk to Mari Navarro of Coot Cigars and see what's going on there. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Perfecting a seed for over forty years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with with beer. You know, when it comes to a recluse cigar, I have often heard people say, Recluse made me smarter. Recluse made me more confident. Recluse cigars made me a chick magnet. While the accuracy of their statements is questionable, when it comes to yours truly, that's 100% me, baby. So do yourself and those around you a favor and pick up a recluse cigar for yourself or someone who definitely needs it. And do it today! Results may vary. It's that time of year again, and the Quesada Oktoberfest is back. This full-flavored Dominican Puro is blended to pair with your favorite Oktoberfest beers, brewed annually for the famous German festival. Quesada Oktoberfest is available only during the fall. So grab a beer and a few of these delicious cigars before they sell out. Quesada Oktoberfest, the only cigar on the market made specifically to pair with beer. Proust. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Welcome back to Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Edge Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. Broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens. With me, of course, the incomparable Honest Abe. Hello, hello, hello. And the lovely posing Lady M. Oh, look at all the posing. Hey. Such a poser. You guys are just jealous because you're the ugliest in the room. Adam, you're going to let her talk like that about you? <laughs> what the hell? It's not like it's worse it were things, were things said earlier. Yeah, there was. I got to give you that. Yeah, it's so true. And with that, it's time for what I consider to be my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Kiss My Ash Radio is pleased to offer Mari Navarro, Vice President of Sales for Coot Cigars. Mari, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Hola, Adam. How are you? Oh, can't complain. How's everything? Everything's great. Oh, fantastic. So, Coots is a brand that originally originated in Spain and started selling cigars in Spain and then merged into the U.S. market. What would you say is the biggest challenge of making something that was a big European company and then trying to move it into a North American brand? And bringing it into a saturated market, actually, that's the biggest challenge. Oh, Absolutely. Definitely. And as you guys have tried this and, you know, worked on this, and of course, obviously, it's a very interesting thing you've said there that. That's really loud. I thought we told told John to fix the door last week. I mean, come on, man. Is there no WD 40 anywhere in this building? Oil, man. Just a little bit of oil on the door. It's all it takes. Royal oil. I'll send, I'll, send, I'll send you somebody to oil it this week. There you go. We'll see well, just we... grab the lube out of your desk. <laughs> I know it's in there, right? Yeah? No? No? <laughs> John gets sensitive when you point out his mistakes. Uh, you were saying? Okay. Anyway, what I am trying to get at. Yeah. Hey. Uh, where am I? All right. <laughs> Talking about coming you into already, America. You already the home of the wheel today? I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. We're, no, we're there, but now this whole door thing is throwing me off. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Once I lose my train of thought, it's impossible to get back. Here, ask a question. I will. So you went to the University of Miami. What was it, yes. like, what was it like growing up in Miami, cigar capital of the United States, pretty much? I would just sum it up with saying interesting. Being a tobacconist in the tobacco world with the culture of the Cuban uh, culture behind us is, um, is, is, is challenging. Yeah. As a woman, it is. Yeah, but, but growing up, was the cigar culture in your lifestyle growing up in Miami? Almost definitely. Yeah. There's no Cuban that, that wouldn't have that as a culture. Uh, we have embedded in our system of there's certain things that are ours, and that would be a cigar. Yeah. A cigar is one of the things that we hold very dear, and we're very proud of. Very cool. And and who was the biggest cigar influence for you growing up as a child? My grandparents. My grandparents, my father. Your grandmother, too? My grandmother... Or you just your paternal grandparents? My paternal. Okay. Um, the male images. See, yeah. it's mostly seen in the male images as far as the culture that that is. Was that predominantly... Were there any women smoking <laughs> cigars that you remember growing up? None. None? None. Wow. Cigarettes, but not cigars. Cigars was mostly for the gentlemen, and it's predominantly... That, that's the way it used to be. Um, there's a definite change happening right now. Oh, well, it's been happening for a while, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as that as you say that, you know, there weren't a lot of women influencing your cigar smoking. But what got you to be a cigar smoker as a woman, or what drew you to this? Well, it all started with me smoking cigarettes, and then it was like 
I started reading about what the cigars were all about and, and the, the organic matter of that. And, and loved the fact that the smells around me as I was growing up, it just intrigued me. And I started testing that, and it was really, really cool. Oh, fantastic. Now, you in Miami, you studied pre-law? Yes, sir. You were going to be a lawyer? University of Miami. That was my main objective, but uh, then my daughter, my little one, started wanting to go in that um, way, and I said, well, I can't afford not working. So I just retained uh, or maintained myself as being a a law clerk and a paralegal at the practice of that. And what made you get into cigars? I loved it. Wow. The the reason why I got into a cigar is because I, I love business, and that's also my background. I had a business for 14 years, 12 employees of which. And um, I said, well, if I wanted to get out of the um, the law, per se, I wanted to go into another business, and that would be the sale of a cigar. And um, what intrigued me was as to working in a store. I thought that that's the way it should be, working stores and then going on to manufacturing. I saw people going at one cigar, then the other cigar, and I didn't know as to what was the difference and that's where I started learning about the different seeds and blends and so forth. Now, if you had to do it over again, would you still do it? Would you, or would you have stuck with law? Knowing everything you know about a saturated market, about the way the business goes, and everything else, I mean, is it still worth it at the end of the day? Oh, heck yes. I don't regret one moment of doing what I do. I think this is a great passion. And you have to have that. And that's exactly what this is. This is a beautiful product. For many reasons, this is a beautiful product. Fantastic. That's what we like to hear. Now, overseeing all the brands that Coots has, I mean, you guys brought in two new lines into the market this year in the Coots, Connecticut, and the Miro Capa Negra. Now, there's our, as you said, it's already a saturated market. Why would you, and then you're bringing more into it. What, where, where are you guys going with that? What's, what, what's the idea? Them and everybody else in the industry. Yeah. And I'll explain what this is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's Coots or anybody else. Saturation of the market, it doesn't exclude you from the differences to the blends. Everybody's going to be different. It's saturation or not. When you smoke a cigar from one entity or the other, they're going to have something that's different offered. It's a creation of man. You combine different leaves to be able to get an effect. And it doesn't matter whether it's saturated, you're still going to have a difference. And that's the cool thing about this product. Hmm. So, uh, well, how would you rate the success? I mean, from the new products you guys have brought out from the last year to how is that? Have you met your goals? Are you falling short? Or do you feel like it's you got some work to left to do? There is always work to do. There is so much out there. I mean, people keep saying... Um, there, there's so many different cigars. Well, there's so many different stores. And people are also going in to the liking of cigars more and more. The, the exposure of, at this time in our lives, having so many different variants as far as blends and places where you could go and smoke is just a wonderful thing. So as far as our business goes, we have done very well because I'm working for a company who's innovative. He's coming out with a lot of new stuff, for example, uh, it's also a use of a product for the person that likes a medium-strength uh, cigar. And um, the new flavors that are coming out, the new aromas, that is, the new blends that are coming out are going into a, now a more stronger cigar. What would you? What, which one is your strongest cigar out of these ones that I have in front of me? The Coots, the Placeris, the Miro? Yeah. Uh, it all depends on the tolerance always in that sense as far as strength goes. 
but for a, an aficionado that does smoke, the cigar would be a full medium, in my opinion. And as far as our blend, uh, it would be either the Miro Capa Negra or the uh, Placeta Reserve, which means the darker wrapper, which has nothing to do with strength. That would be aging, but as far as which one I would re- refer to as the strongest, it would be the San Andres Capa Negra or the Placeta Reserve. I see that the the coots and the the Miro Caponegas like their their spans and their image of like their design is very similar. Then you have the Placeris Reserva, very different type of band and approach as far as art art goes. Is there was there some reason behind that? Yeah, it all started with Placeris, and then Placeris Reserve came out to be like the more sophisticated, more complexities of the line, and uh, that's why you see the similarity as far as the plan. The the band the band is the um, the more uh, the more deluxe or the more um, expressive in form that would be the Placer Reserve and that's because of it's it's the more of a of a complex type of uh, cigar smoke. And box press is this your only box press? Uh, yes. Yep. Excellent. Now, when you were talking about the blends before and the things you guys were working on, you mentioned him. Who is him? Who's making the cigars for you guys? It's mm-hmm. Charlie. Charlie. We make Charlie our, the tuna? We make, oh, Charlie from, you know, from the radio. Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. It's Charlie. Uh, we have actually our owners, uh, which are from Valencia, Spain. Um, we have our own company, which is called Com- Compañía Hondureña de Tabaco, C-H-T. We have this going on where we manufacture our own cigars. We have 98 pairs of rollers, which would mean 196 people that work towards building these cigars. These cigars are built from several different uh, places that they come in. The leaves are coming in from San Andres, uh, Ecuadorian. Uh, they all have a whole mixture of different blends for that. All right, fantastic. And we're going to have more with Mari Navarro when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Keep your ears plugged to the radio. <laughs> I, what uh, is wrong with you today? Uh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Russian Standard Vodka. Like this, it seems complex. Like this, so simple. But look closer, and you see it's both. Simple because it's made from soft glacial water and the finest Russian winter wheat. Complex because it's distilled over 200 times with the principles of Russia's greatest scientist. Simple ingredients, complex technology, bursting forth the incredible, ultra clean, smooth, and delicious Russian standard. This is vodka as it should be. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention. Smokin' Cigars proudly celebrates the 10th anniversary of America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The Great Smoke. 
Saturday, February 20th at the American German Club in Lake Worth, Florida. Come witness Cigar Nirvana at this epic expo of 45 different cigar brands and almost every manufacturer in the cigar industry. Your ticket price includes a commemorative cooler bag, 45 top-notch premium cigars, all-you-can-eat food stations, and samplings of your favorite wines, spirits, and beer. This is a must-experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. Legendary athletes Ray Lewis and Gary Sheffield. This year, one lucky attendee will win a nine-day dream vacation for two to Cuba. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com. That's thegreatsmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke in. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. This is a Law Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Swag Cigars. Offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Brown Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in four great sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015 and priced right. Boutique Blend Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Introducing the Mito Capa Negra, the strongest cigar yet in the Coots Cigar Brand Portfolio. A medium to full-bodied tour de force boasting a rich, complex flavor profile. From its dark, oily Mexican San Andres Maduro wrapper and spicy Nicaraguan binder to its impeccable blend of Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers, Mito Capa Negra represents the pinnacle of blending mastery and prime tobacco selection. Mito Capa Negra is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the effervescent Honest Abe. Effervescent? Mm -hmm. Really? What am I, uh... Alka Seltzer? Yeah, never know. What's that for pheasant? Hey, sometimes you just gotta mix it up. All right, I'll and, take it. And of course, the lovely Lady M. Hey, hoya. Okay, <laughs> well, it's gonna be an interesting day. Uh, I definitely feel so. We are here broadcasting live, and with us, of course, in the meat and potatoes of our Meet Your Maker segment with Mari Navarro, Vice President of Sales for Coots. Mari, once again, thank you for joining Hi. us. Uh, so, we were talking about your new lines and. You didn't touch anything, and I didn't. I didn't know what that. Was. We were talking about your new lines, and one of the questions that you were one were curious about is this Coots, Connecticut. You were talking about how you felt it was different than other Connecticut cigars. Yeah, um, what makes what's so distinctive about it that right. you know separates it? And right, and in, in, in what we were saying about the saturated market, the there's certain things that when you walk into a store or the store owner wants to find out is why would I buy your brand if it's any different than what I'm carrying? So I would say yes. I, I mean, for a fact, uh, we have the Connecticut, the Coots Connecticut, which for us is considered, a, or at least for me, a breakfast stick. 
It is a light cigar, in my opinion, and my subjective opinion, and it's, it has some flavor in the sense of some spice. And that, for, it's, for a fact, is a, is a, it's a uniqueness of a Connecticut. And then we have what we also have is the Capa Negra, which is for us also a medium to a full medium cigar. It has the non-spice and non-pepper and beautiful effect of, of, of when you like drink a, a red wine, Malbec or something, that you are left with that thickness. Uh, for a lot of people, that's the reaction that they receive when they smoke the cigar is that texture, that beautiful aroma. All right. So... 2016 just gotten started. We're now in the month of February. What are some of your goals for Coots as a company in 2016? Well, for example, we have these two products that are coming in which are full strength, uh, one of which is going to be a Corojo and the other one's going to be a Maduro. And that's going to be very interesting because it's a, it's a unique combination of uh, flavor and strength. Multiple sizes, multiple... Yeah, we on this one as well as what, what we have here for the Connecticut, it's going to come out with three different phases. And when do you think that's going to hit the market? That's going to come out in July of this year. Ah, so Just right around time, the trade show yeah, time. Any names, yeah. any informa- other information beyond it's, that you want to throw out there? It's being worked at, and right now we don't want to supply you that information right now. <gasps> top secret. It's top secret. <laughs> we, have to get, we have to get Mulder and Sully on it. Yeah. Ooh, X-Files. Oh, you I knew that right Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the first probably movie or pop culture reference you've ever gotten from I me. watched the X-Files a lot with only, my father only and his c- kids. Oh, really? Before? You know they bought it back. I know. Are you watching the new I, ones? I, I'm going to. We've wow. been meaning to start it. Yes. She got and, it. In that I, case, it's cool. Somebody denotes this day in yeah. the annals of history. Right, they gave me a really hard time because I apparently don't know pop culture, trivia, questions, references, nothing in this time. How to say age. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. You know, Kimberly own album... What you really need to do is you also should, Labyrinth. Be, you also should be watching the uh, O.J. Simpson Chronicles on FX. Uh, because yeah. you know nothing about the O.J. trial. And yeah, it was I one do. of the greatest pop culture moments of our life. I actually do know a lot about the O.J. Simpson trial. Not really. We've been on this road. Don't even go. Not even going to go back to it. But back to Mari. Yes. Mari, being a, a woman in the cigar industry, I know we touched base on you being a woman in your family growing up Cuban with, you know, in, in the cigar culture. What what do you think? Uh, how do you feel that you've come along um, as far as a woman in the industry, and and do you feel that you know you're respected and you've you're making your way through? It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool to sit back now after almost four years and and seeing how it all develops. You know, I when I started this, I like my my children said, "Mom, you know, you know you've been working all your life, and you could get off of the legal system work and just go on and do what you want to do." So I decided to sell the smokes, and I love what's been happening within the time that I've been involved. I see the industry with the women smoking, enjoying where it used to be a taboo, where you been you were frowned on. Mm-hmm. You were looked at as a sex symbol. And this is really cool when we're able to smoke something, give our opinion, write about it. Our opinion is valued. We're also considered as aficionados. We have all the right as well as men to be able to smoke a cigar, not considered to be an, an object of smoking a, a sex symbol. But it was really, really cool to see how it all developed uh, throughout my time here as far as an aficionado. Speaking of amazing women in the cigar industry, I, I grew up going to Uptown Tobacco. One of my stomping grounds when I was in Chicago, whenever I went downtown, especially when I was going to Second City to catch a sew, mm-hmm. I would definitely stop by her shop, which was around a block or two away, and grab a cigar. And, and this woman was selling cigars for over five decades, one of the oldest wow. places in Chicago, and basically the first 
dominant female species within the cigar industry. Uh, passed away a couple weeks ago at 81 years old. Wow. So, yeah, um, big, just big heartfelt sympathies to her, her family, and, and I think the cigar industry in general. We lost an amazing woman a couple weeks ago, and just wanted to throw that out there since we were talking about strong and amazing women in this business. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good point. Now, th- there's another good point. I mean, women often are looked at as, you know, not being the primary people that actually do smoke cigars. So what is one way you would think that, or how can we draw more women smokers into the cigar world? I pink, think, pink cellophane. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think women are no? are very sensitive. Trademark. Are very Trademark. Call the lawyer. <laughs> pink cellophane. Somebody, somebody get Kevin on the phone. Women are being considered because, uh, you know, we have an opinion and we have a sensitivity that it might be different than the man. I'd say. And <laughs> you guys are sensitive too. But we're able to get a cigar and have a viewpoint which would be totally different, and we have our liking. And mind you, it doesn't have to be infused. It's we're no. not we're not smoking any more of those lattes or, or whatever. We have them; they're beautiful smokes. But I, I mean, I love them periodically because it makes me feel happy. I'm marketing a cigar strictly for women. I have to say, that was mm-hmm. the first cigar I ever had so, was a infused cigar, too. but you know what? That one cigar brought me, you know, opened up my journey, started my road. I mean, I've never, my journey. My, I never thought I would smoke a cigar, but that was the first cigar, and then it intrigued me to smoke more, and I started with Connecticut, a lighter cigar, and as I smoke, I, I'm finding that I'm liking a lot of other things. I love things. it. I really enjoy this product. I love the fact that it brings people together with the organic part of it. So it's just a good stuff, good stuff. So we've already said you've got two new projects. Anything else interesting you guys are going to work on for this year or anything you're looking at, expansion, any fun ideas or things you can let us in on? Yeah, we, we are growing. I mean, we're in three hundred about approximately 375 stores right now. We have uh, a lot of representation that's going on. We are looking forward to more expansion, the building of these two cigars uh, to expand our line. We we are just loving the time that we're having here. These people from Europe are really enjoying us uh, representing them in, in the United States. What's one of the hardest things that you're experiencing trying to get the brand out into the stores? I used to. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I really used to have a hard time uh, being accepted because of the the fact of being, like I said, a woman. And I do you think it's that, or do you think it's more than just a new brand trying to get in the market? It, it you know what, it, it it was the shock of seeing a woman come in through the door and seeing. Uh, okay, well, once I spoke, I, it was different. It was like, okay, well, she knows some stuff about cigars, but you know the fact of nowadays being uh, this acceptance and being recognized and also being um, you know uh, appraised of, of the fact that you have this liking and, and that there's so many women nowadays that are really enjoying this product and there's a great market for it and there's a respect for it. I am truly loving all this time. Absolutely. Fantastic. <laughs> a lot of great information, Mari. We have to thank you for being here today oh, and welcome. telling us all about the Coots lines, the Capa Negras, the Tabacalera Placeras, Reservas, 
Uh, it's been a lot of great information about being a woman in the cigar world, and a lot of great things have come out of that. Thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure. It's great to be at this time being a woman tobacconist, and I thank you for all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Matthew Cox, brewmaster, owner of Copper Point Brewery, will be with us when we come back. Drinking beer? Oh, I sure hope. Well, John brought glasses out, and oh, they're clear now. So, yeah. hopefully, we now have some clear glassware. We can actually, I can actually show you guys oh, what it actually yeah, is we're looking nice. for as we're looking at the actual beer itself. Glenn Loop, executive director of the CRA, is going to be by a little later to tell us everything going on in the wonderful world of Washington, and I'm sure he's got a lot of exciting information going on there. And, of course, we're going to play a little Super Bowl trivia. We're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Fun show. Fun show. All kinds of great stuff going on. Make sure you also go to check out the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page. Vote in our Recluse KMA Poll of the Week. Are you are cigars a good gift for Valentine's Day? Yay or nay? That's all that we have. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way. Taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, BakerZimmerman.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the effervescent honest abe just call me alka seltzer effervescent glowing shiny yes happy alka seltzer just a giving plop plop fizz fizz do you know what comes after that boom (laughs) you really really not know plop plop fizz fizz nothing shake it shake it oh Oh, what a relief it is oh what a relief it is listen we were playing rack the other day and we're and she was uh instagramming something snapchatting and she goes um here comes the what what is it what's the word here comes the i'm like Boom. Because I put boom. I, I, wrote, I wrote boom. Here comes the. And I was like, what comes? And he's like, boom. But I put boom first. Uh, By the way, speaking of booms, you can boom your chance into winning an awesome Zycar package every week. If you follow us on uh, at Kiss My Ash Radio on Facebook, go there, check it out, make your post. You can win an awesome package. And shout out to Pete Hernandez listening on hold. Pete Hernandez is. Uh, you know, talk about diehard fans. Here's a diehard fan. He's driving somewhere, probably on his way to some event somewhere. And I'm like, did you did you try to go on the yeah? Did you try to go on the website and listen listen live and see what happens? Bro, I don't know. My girlfriend's in the car, and I don't know if she did it right. But I just can't listen to the show, and I forgot to just call in. Put me on hold, and that way I can listen. So I figured. I told him, knowing that you're on hold, so you're available at any given moment, just gives me a warm fuzzy feeling now, in case we need his input at any given Absolutely. moment. Yes. 
And uh, with us today, we are pleased to welcome Matthew uh, Cox, owner of Copper Point Brewery. Matthew, thank you for being here today. Yeah, glad to get, got to uh, get up and come in. And that needs to be a rough last name growing up with. Uh, there's there's worse things in life. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I was ready. I was like, wow, this guy had to be a little tough, no? Tough. Yeah. His is coochie. I, well, I mean, look <laughs> at him. He's obviously been traumatized. Adam's been traumatized. I'm sure, <laughs> probably in part. By we him. all grow thick skin eventually. <laughs> did, did you get did you get picked on at all? A little bit, a little here bit. There, yeah. But hey, I'm here today. Yeah, we get old enough. We're now yeah. so proud. Hey, I'm Matthew Cox. We're good. My so, name is Cox. Matthew Cox. Now, Copper Point opened up uh, spring of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we opened up in May 2015. May of 2015. And what what got you into brewing beer originally? God, I just, I liked beer. And so, <laughs> if, <laughs> if it's, I like beer. yeah, kind of match made in heaven. So uh, I started working in breweries when I was about 22. Wow. And, uh, you have an accent. Where is this? I grew up in Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, is there any... I'm getting that sound again where I'm not uh, yes. doing anything right. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you're doing, don't do it again. Down. Don't, don't touch the board, Colin. Stop it. Stop <laughs> don't it. touch the Stop board. It. Don't touch don't, it. You don't want to do it. All right. So, I mean, is there like a formal education process to becoming a brewmeister or making beer? Or is it just like, you know, I like beer. I mean, he makes beer. Mm-hmm. We call him the brewmeister. He makes beer in his you know basement. That's awesome. Nobody has a basement There's no basements in Florida, but garage, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of schools you can go to for formal education. Um, is it a requirement? It's not a requirement. No. no. Okay. So you know, you can go in and you can do you know it's depending on what level of production you're doing. You don't go in and do different levels of education to you know study yourself to make sure you're doing the right things and the right processes and all that. There's schools that last two weeks. There's schools that last four years. Wow. So you wow. know it's everywhere in between. Is there any benefit or any business adv- advantages of? Doing a more intensive four-year course, or is that just like a personal thing that, you know, hey, I want to know everything I can about beer? No, I mean, the, the more you know and the more base knowledge you have, the better your product's going to be and the more consistent and the more, you know, stable it's going to be. You know, a lot of the a lot of the schooling goes into, you know, the lab side, so microbiological work and, you know, yeast cultures and pHs and all, all kinds of stuff like that. Cool. And how, how, how far, how much school did you have? I've just always worked in breweries. I've kind of done apprenticeships, own, yeah, apprenticeships, apprenticeships. And, you know, continuing education. You know, I study all the time. You know, new techniques, and um, I've got a whole library full of books. So, kind of self self taught, if you will. Is there any like real standard to call yourself a brewmaster or a brewmeister? Is there anything? Is there, like a certificate that hangs on the wall that says, you know, Matt Cox, brewmeister? Or? Yeah, there, there's certificates from like yeah, the, his brewery, the, the, his sign. I'm just <laughs> I'm just brewery, I'm just and it's packed. <laughs> I'm asking for the layman's. <laughs> so, I mean, you can go and you can do, you know, big diploma-type diploma, diploma type programs and, you know, get the four-year degree from the World Brewing Academy, stuff wow. like that. So, yeah. All right. I want to hear some a little bit about these beers. She's excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, She's very excited us. about your beer. Well, I came. I'm part of the um, Girls Pine Out. So when awesome. we did our event there, I yeah. went, and that was my first time at Copper Point and had a blast. Yeah, great event. I bought a T-shirt. My fiance's last name is Crosby. He wears it every day. I love I it. I swear. Of the sea, so obviously. you guys haven't even been haven't even hit a year yet. Correct. How many full recipes do you have ready on tap, ready to go? God, I've been brewing for almost fifteen years, so I've got close to a hundred recipes, kind of in, in Re- my own book, just, just in the in your own book. But how many have you guys put into production at this point? I would say somewhere around thirty. Wow. And how many of the what what do you guys see, would say is your signature at this point in time? Uh, this point in time, you know, if I had to pick one, I would say our Copper Point Lager. Mm-hmm. 
Um, nice, smooth, malty, amber lager. Easy to drink. Uh, actually goes great with cigars as well. It's got a slightly sweet, kind of malty, toasty type flavor to it. So, you know, if I had to pick one out of the stable, it'd, it'd probably be the Copper Point Lager. Now, a lot of it has been done with hops and cultivating newer hops in the last couple of years. In fact, it, it, the guys are coming out with new hops every yes. year. What, what is your take on newer hops versus older hops? And obviously I'm going to totally nerd out now. So, so what we do is, is we'll do small batch trials with new mm-hmm. hops that come in. Of so course. experimental type hops that don't even have, you know, say a name yet. It'll be, say, HBC 342, something like that. So we'll, we work closely with the growers in the Pacific Northwest. We bring in those trials, do uh, small batch trials, and can do an evaluation and then see how to blend them into the new beers we're going to do, our new recipes and stuff like that. So our One Love IPA I brought in today has got a new variety in it called Equinox mm-hmm. and only been around a couple of years. Came out of the experimental breeding program, was HBC 366, and you know worked with it a little bit and now kind of have a good handle of where that will bring the beers. So. Now, you know, that's in our One Love IPA. What's your favorite kind of hop? Citrusy hops, earthy hops? Do you have a preference, or do you just love them all? They they all kind of have their time and place. I mean, the the hops that are growing in the Czech Republic are awesome for German-type pilsners. Right. Uh, the hops that are grown here in the U.S. are, you know, fantastic for American IPAs. So everybody's got its own place at the table. Do you have your own personal favorite style of beer? I love really hoppy pilsners. But, you know, if I had to pick one forever, it'd probably be that. But I love IPAs. I love lagers. I love stouts. So, that, again, depending on time and place and day and food or no food or cigar or, like, where you're at, like, there's always a, a beer to match it well. I tell of you, course. What, what's really going on in the, the microbrew industry? I mean, you know, beer, which is really kind of like the common man's drink and, you know, whatever, has really blown out and now it's become like um, – a higher level, a gourmet, almost a gourmet type of item attracting, you know, uh, enthusiasts. And it's it's really, I see it blowing up all over the place. It's like insane. Yeah, it, it really has. So we, you know, American brewers have really kind of elevated beer and taken it to the next level and creating some amazing flavors. You know, there's kind of no rules in beer, so you can put just about anything in it. Um, but, you know, American brewers have gotten really good in the past 20 years or so, and the public is, is now starting to realize, you know, the talent of American brewers. And used to be where everybody looked outside the U.S. for great beers in the world, you know, toward Europe and stuff right. like that. Now everybody in the world looks towards America for the best beers in the world because we can recreate some of the classic beer styles of the world, but also the creativity and inventiveness has gotten really, really good here now, here in America. We have a few microbreweries in in our area, and here it's Oregon. blown up in the last. It, it's all over the place. And I, I've met you and a couple other ones, and it seems to me you guys are never really concerned about the other little microbrews. Is it because do you feel that you, most of the market share you're taking away are from the big national brands? Yes, I'm, you're not really competing with each other. You're more competing with you know Budweiser, Coors, correct. Miller. What, what we're out to do is take market share away from them. And, you know, the the public is starting to realize that these craft beers that we're doing is, is a better choice. You know, when you go to the market, you want to know your farmer. You know, when you go to the brewery, you want to see where it's made and, like, know where what you're putting in your body, know where it's coming from. Relatively, what's the price point of, say, if I wanted to do a – drink one of your beers compared to a, you know, I mean, what uh, – 
Well, basically, like a Heineken. Right. Well, yeah, Heine- well we, Heineken's going to cost you about. Well, actually, you guys are probably. Uh, you guys even doing bottling yet? We're not doing bottling yet, but you know, if you go to go to a bar mm-hmm. uh, and and grab a pint, you know, we're going to be right there with you know Heineken and and in that. So not only are we getting range. a better, you know, quality and standard of beer, we're not even paying more for it. Right. Even better. Unless, right. of course, nice. it's like in the same way where you're buying a beer that's got a lot more hops and a lot more uh, a higher grade beer. That also comes in a smaller style glass. Then you're going to pay a little more for that because it has a whole lot more ingredients that went into making it. But I don't, we have. Uh, do, do we want to take a break and come back and talk about all the sampling of the beer? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Are you, what are you, so you got time to kick, kick around, Matthew? I do. Ah, fantastic. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back. We're going to drink some beer and talk about it on the air and make you all jealous. Make sure you're keeping it lit. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinoza cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest-rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars, a medium-bodied cigar, rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago, and a small boat with his family. Smoke La Boheme today. Blending is in our DNA. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The A. Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Seri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of A. Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, 
and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, here. Hanging out in the studio with the lovely Lady M and Matthew Cox of Copper Point Brewing. Matthew, thanks for being here again. Yeah, glad I can make it up today. Absolutely, and especially thank you for bringing all of this lovely beer in. It is always a better time on the radio when there's beer. We can... Hey. So... We're sitting here. Tell us a little bit about what we're going to try here and what we're drinking from so, Copper Point. So the first one we're going to try today is our Copper Point lager. It's a malty, toasty, amber lager. Absolutely. Now, this is a lot more caramely and dark than a normal lager, if I'm... It is, it is but the, uh, the, the color color is going to surprise you a little bit to, to the flavor that you get out of it. So smooth, easy, um, su- super easy to drink. Only about five percent, so mm-hmm. you know you can knock back a few of them. Absolutely. This is the lager. Oh wow! See now that tastes exa- nothing like it looks. Right. No. It is. Uh, you know, you, what is your ba- what is your base malt in this? So we use a lot of Munich malt. Uh-huh. And we actually get a Munich malt directly from Ger- uh, Germany, and it's got a, a it has kind of character like toasted bread. So you get that toasted bread, and there's a little bit of caramel malt in there. It gives it a slight malt sweetness. So great balance, great you know everyday drinking beer. Um, you know it, that's that's why it's one of our signature beers out on the market. Absolutely, this is a fantastic, especially at five percent. I could easily have this as a good session beer. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, all all day long. This one takes us about eight weeks to make, start to finish. We go through a you know very traditional cold fermentation, cold aging process. The lager actually means cold aging in, right. in in German. So we you know we don't rush this one out. It takes a while, but the finished product is. And you guys start with a fifteen barrel system. Uh, Twenty barrel, which is about seven hundred gallons right. for reference. Absolutely. So that's a lot of beer. All right. So what do we have up next? So up next, we're going to do our witness. Witness, which is a Belgian-style wheat beer. Nah, yes. So cloudy, hazy, you know, deep golden color, uh, about 50% unmalted wheat. So that's where that cloudiness and haziness comes from. And then Belgian wits are traditionally spiced with, with uh, orange peels mm-hmm. and coriander. So we use Florida orange peel 
a wow. little bit of coriander. So it gives it a little bit of spice, a little bit of citrus. I, I got to really admit, I've always probably, pretty much said I'm not a beer guy. But I guess I'm just drinking the wrong beers. Wrong, yeah, wrong you need ones. yeah, really no more Bud Light, no more I, Miller Light, I none of that water. But that's what we had growing up, you know, yeah. Milwaukee's best, you know, Blue Paps, Blue Ribbon. But man, this stuff actually is good. I gotta say, when I when I'm thinking of someone coming in that owns a brewery, I'm I'm expecting a big beer belly type guy how do you keep so <laughs> slim and fit <laughs> i would be so big <laughs> that's where your 30 pounds is from not yeah. the food trust me i know yeah. i know i tell you what it, it's hard to work out in the brewery and we we really hustle around yeah. out there we put in long days so uh you know at the end of the day we like to kick back and drink some beers but it, it's pretty hard physical job so you move I mean, this one's not even bitter at all no well, it's especially like a, it's got it's you know, it's even got a nice, even spice. It reminds me a lot, even though it's a wit, and it does have that earth, uh, that citrusy <clears throat> profile. It's almost got a little bit of a saison in that spiciness to it. Yes, I would definitely. Yeah, we we use a yeast that's from Belgium, so you get a little bit of that. Uh, they call it phenolic type character. I like it mm-hmm. a lot. Spe- oh man, a lot of activity on that too, especially in the head. What's our third? So third, we're going to go to our One Love IPA. Mm. So this one, one love. this one kind of gets a, a lot more bold in the flavor profile. So you know, brilliant kind of deep golden color, mm-hmm. um, very you know, clean. You, you you smell it, and you're going to get a, a big fragrant nose off of it. You're going to get some citrus, some pine. That tastes so good. You know, not not super heavy on the bitterness, even though it's an IPA. But what we go for is more flavor and aromatics out of the beer. That's it. Abe, try this one. Is that like a, the color looks cool? Is that what, <laughs> I'm gonna guess like an 85 in the IBU? Uh, about um, about 60. See, this one I like the least. It's See, an IPA. He's not an IPA. Guy. I'm not an IPA guy. I mean, this, I, this, this one is, I like the least. Do you know what IPA I mean, stands for? Um, IPA. I've been told like a million times. India Pale Ale. India Pale Ale. I actually didn't know that. Um, I'm not an IPA guy, but as far as IPAs, this is like the most. Mm. Enjoyable one are the ones I've tried because it's just not so overwhelmingly bitter. So, so what this this kind of goes more into the more advanced beer drinker kind of you know. Once I'm you just a rookie. Years, a couple yeah. of years, you start to work into IPAs stuff like that because the the bitterness for most people is a little bit, um, you know, something that takes overwhelming. A, 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 it, overwhelming it takes, takes a little while to, it does. to work up to. So you know, this is more of a an expert type beer. Once you get into you know microbrews. Um, kind of understand them and start to warm up to them. This is something that you know you is start it, to work towards. Is this dry hopped at all, or is it all done in them? It's dry hopped. So we we dry hop. We use whole leaf hops, which creates a really kind of smooth round flavor to it. Um, and like I said, we use some some of the newer experimental type hops. But you know what I like about it? It's got great balance. Not super heavy on the bitterness. But also, you know, it's got that huge hop flavor, you know, nice aromatics, so it's, it's fin- still very It's got a friendly. fantastic back end to it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And our fourth. There's fourth. more. I'm getting a buzz. Fourth is our uh, Bee Rabbit Espresso Cream Stout. Wow, this looks like tar, man. No, this, this one's not <laughs> This is scary. so, like, dark compared to everything else you bought. It's espresso. It's Darth Vader. Type. Look, I am your father. That's what it reminds me of, Darth Vader. Oh, absolutely. This is definitely... This looks like a Guinness, like... 
type beer. Is that, is that what it's supposed to be or not? I'm, 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 I'm totally a beer. Yeah, like, so, so dark donkey. beer. Um, it's, so it's an it's espresso, like espresso cream stout. So we call really? it Bee Rabbit because we use rabbit coffee roasters in Riviera Beach. So Oh, we ha- I just had that for oh breakfast. Oh, my God. This is good. Yeah, we just got rabbit practice. This yeah. really is like coffee. Yeah, so Holy so again, cow. so espresso cream stout, so it's so it's slightly sweet. It is good, and, and that balances the bitterness of. of oh, the I really don't need to get into this. I, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, don't drink anymore. He'll be drinking this in the breakfast for breakfast. He's on Bloody Mary kick right now because it's got antipasto salad really on good. it. This is like, is there caffeine in this? Oh yeah. Is there really caffeine in this? We put. 20, oh, this is better than coffee in the we morning. We put twenty pounds of coffee in each batch. Really? Yeah. This is awesome. And uh, well, I guess like at about an eight percent. Uh, only about six percent, actually. Really, but it's got that. So full, it's good for the morning. Doesn't get you too drunk, and you have the caffeine. Yeah, I like it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. rabbit coffee. We were just. I just had that for. Um, this is, I have it at home. This is awesome. Yeah, they so I'm really taking the wrong. So beer. do you want to come back every week? Yeah, <laughs> this is good stuff. Every Saturday, I'll be here. Absolutely. Holy moly! Like now, where's your place here locally? So we're in Boynton Beach, one five one Commerce Road, Boynton Beach, right off Gateway in ninety. And you got a place people can come in, have your beers, enjoy, hang out, socialize. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful brewery. You yeah, got cigars yeah. in there? We don't. Oh, we'll talk about that. Let's talk about. Oh that. yeah, you got to have a cigar, man. So, cigars so and craft to, beer. to match any of these beers with cigars, I mean, the two that really stand out to me are oh. the Copper Point Lager. And also the, this one. the bee rabbit is yeah, this, this one especially. This one with a cigar is, oh. couldn't you know couldn't get any better. I'm all over this. Matthew, thank you for being here. We're definitely going to have you back because you're going to be my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a website for your place? We do. Copperpointbrewingcompany.com. Awesome. Fantastic. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you go there. Take Gateway to the Pie Ridge. You can't miss it. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Awesome. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too.
Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sun Grown or Maduro. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide, Why? the Spearmint Rhino is Palm Beach County's most exclusive hotspot. Celebrate Tito on a Thursdays every Thursday, 8 p.m. till close. And enjoy two-for-one Avion margaritas, bucket specials, Tito's bottle special, and complimentary taco bar from 9 p.m. till midnight. Every Monday, Spearmint Rhino is uncovered with free entry during the game. Bucket and bottle specials and $5 Jameson shots. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail, come see us at the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentlemen's club since the dawn of time the universe has been constantly evolving now experience the evolution of flavor syndicato cigars available in ecuadorian shade grown carojo and san andres marron wrappers are beautifully crafted by master blender arsenio ramos using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed syndicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget Visit syndicatocigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Syndicato Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, Honest Dave, and the lovely Lady M, who's maybe got a good buzz going. I, I got a good buzz going. I really do got a semi-buzz going. I mean, empty stomach. You know, we drink a couple beers. No, this beer is... I like this chocolate one. I, it's not chocolate. It's coffee. Coffee, the dark it, one. It's, yeah, there's really not a cocoa note in there, but it's definitely got a cream note in there. And I love yeah. when John uses sign language. Yeah, so M, you want to stir up some more stuff in, in here for me? All right. This way. Not sure where we're going. No. Uh, well, it's time for... It's that time. It is? It's time to find out if Lady M is smarter than a stripper. Oh, am I playing? Why not? Nice dress. Thanks. I bought it at Versailles. Oh, yeah. Versailles. I love Versailles. <laughs> Me too. It's time to find out if you're smarter than a stripper. Ah, America's fastest growing game show, Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? Great to play at parties if you invite a stripper. <laughs> didn't he ask you for the boards earlier? He did, in the week? I forgot him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and didn't... it wasn't earlier in the week, it was yesterday. Well, oh, it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right, here we go. All right, well, we forgot to say who. who yeah, introduce her. Yeah. Sorry. What's I'm the fair. matter with you? I'm buzzed. <laughs> Playing against lovely ADM today is our good friend, Charlie. Charlie, thank you for coming back. Hello. Charlie, you've been on the show before. Yes, I have. You're a smart one, though. (laughs) Tried to. You're dangerous. Uh, Abe's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) He's dangerous. No. No? So, Charlie, how long have you been at Spearmint Rhino? Um, like 15 years. Yeah, well, wow. Charlie, that's a long time. Yes, I know, I know, a long time. Are you running the place yet? No, not yet. No. (laughs) No. 
Don't have time. Yeah. Are you uh, Are you going to be uh, working at the after party for the Great Smoke coming up in a couple of weeks? Oh, absolutely. Actually, we're going to go promoting uh, during the, the day, twenty of February. Yes, right? yeah. yes, the Great yes. Smoke and mm-hmm. Matt Booth. I, I always excited. Matt Booth in his strip club even better. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> a good time. It's just party, 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 party. I love aggravating John. It's like my newfound passion in life. Dude, we're just hanging out. I'm pretty sure he now. loves aggravating you too. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's an That's exciting fine. game of who are you smarter than a stripper? Lovely Lady M. We're going to find out once and for all. Charlie, are you prepared? Oh, I don't know. Not today. You could do it. <laughs> I'm pretty dumb. You could do it. Yeah, wow. Oh. That was just harsh. That might self. be the beer talking. I'm going to have a little bit more of that beer. I need the Bloody Mary. <laughs> all right. So question number one. What planet is closest to the sun? There are nine of them. No. Technically, they're eight now. Yes. Well, they did just find a new dwarf planet, so maybe that'll be nine. Nah, it's eight. Pluto will always be a planet to me. I agree, too. I grew up with Pluto being a planet. Pluto, Pluto a planet. is a planet in my world. Charlie, what planet is closest to the sun? I'm very proud of you, Lady Anne. Is it Jupiter? No. no. We were looking for Mercury. I got it. Oh, Mercury. Lady M takes a one-point lead. Number two, how many great lakes are there? Great Lakes. Hold on. Just wait. Just wait. How many Great Lakes are there, Charlie? Three? Ah, you both said three. It's five. Oh. Five Great Lakes. (laughs) Man. Michigan, Michigan, Superior, Huron, Huron, Erie, Erie, Ontario. Look at that. We're on the same order. (laughs) Well, because we both grew up right around. High five. High five. Yeah. Five Great Lakes, duh. Duh. What is the largest South American country by area? Not by population. Land by area. area. What's the big, when you look at the map I know. on a globe, what's like the big monster country in South and America? And if you're looking at South America, it might be a trick question. You don't know. Let's see what she got. She got Brazil. So yes, well done. She is correct. Lady M, 2-0 right just now. A little fact, just a little factoid, too. The only non-Spanish speaking South American country. Also true. They right. speak Portuguese. Portuguese. Well done. Do the bang. Do the bang. So, Charlie, what happened? Charlie's tired, know. man. He, <laughs> he probably got a call at 2 in the morning from Jason. Hey, can you come do this smarter than a stripper show? I got tomorrow morning. <laughs> Drag exactly her out of here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Just tell John right. no. That's all you do. All right. Question number four. What force is responsible for the formation of waves? What come on, surfer girl. Wave. What force? Wave. Yeah, there's a force of nature. That's responsible for waves. Waves just don't automatically happen. There has to be something that creates it. <laughs> Wins. Charlie yeah. got it right. Wins. Ah. All right. Charlie gets a point. She's back on the board. 2-1. Number five. What energy is, stored in an o- energy that is stored in an object is called what? Is it kinetic, potential, or intrinsic? Energy stored in an, an object. object. What is that called? Intrinsic. And nope. Charlie says kinetic. You potential. are both wrong. That is potential ah. energy. <laughs> Intrinsic is in inside a object. <laughs> the Hoover Dam was built on what river? Ah, R- the Hoover Dam. Hoover. Welcome Hoover. to the Hoover Dam. President Hoover. The Hoover River. Welcome to the Hoover Dam. Do you have any damn questions? It's the Hoover River. <laughs> we have the Mississippi, Mississippi, <laughs> and the Mead. Lady, I'm with Mississippi. Mead? Lake Mead. 
Lake Mead? No. No, we were. Lake is right? not a river. We were looking good. Oh. One. <laughs> good one. Good one. L- Lady M was off by about five states. Yeah. Is it the Colorado River? Yeah. Is it the Colorado River? Yeah. Yeah. You of all people should know. I know. I was going to say that, but I was like, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's wrong. The Mississippi is right down the middle of the U.S. pretty much. Yeah. It's, you know, way Hoover Dam's out by Vegas, you know, yeah. Nevada. Yeah, I Colorado. knew that. I knew that. I just. All right. Oh, we so we suck. still have a two to one. What is the chemical symbol for iron, which Ooh. most of you most of you women lack? I am very low on I'm iron. I'm pretty much sure. Wow. Doctor. Wow. Pharmacist here. Charlie. <laughs> That's iron, baby. Yeah. That's iron. I, R. I, little R. <laughs> oh, like, no. big R, but little. It's F-E. That's iron, See what man. I mean? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Err. <laughs> All right. Tie four. game. It's Tie two. game. All right. It's a dead heat. Two here we to go. Two with, we're in question number seven. It is eight. two to two. We are eight. here at Kiss My Ash Radio playing Smarter Than a Stripper. Question number eight. Sorry. Question eight. <laughs> How many justices serve on the U.S. Supreme Court? Justices in the Supreme Court. That includes the head justice, too. And they have to be be Um, appointed by the President of the United States. Lady M, we need a number. One through 20. Pick one. Wow, you both picked five, oddly enough, but it's nine. I was going to say nine. I knew it was an odd number. I knew it was an odd number. (laughs) All right, number nine. What What is the simple past tense verb? Past tense verb of the verb drink, which I'm going to do right now. Drink. Listen, I'm a 49er, so. Past tense. Past tense. I'd like to think that Lady M would definitely get this one correct since she is a big fan of the drink. Past tense of drink is drank, not drunk. Drunk is what you become (laughs) when you drink too much. I have a drunk. Okay, here's a chance to tie it up. Last question What is the name? For the form of a picture writing used by the ancient Egyptians. Spelling all, doesn't count. Yes, all those writings on the wall for the Egyptians. What is that? What, are, what do you call that? Charlie, what? Yeah, what they're what, both right. Okay, I it's think that's a variation right. of hieroglyphics. Yeah. Hiero- yeah. Hiero- how do you spell it? How do you spell it? How is he closer? Lady M takes a one-point lead in Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? If you're local in West Palm Beach, please visit Spearmint Rhino. Visit Charlie and the gang over there. Awesome place to hang out right here in West Palm Beach. Any Spearmint Rhino. Any particular day? Anybody can Jump. find you there? Uh, weekends. Mm-hmm. Weekends. She's union. She only works weekends. <laughs> well done. I have Check to come out. back. <laughs> Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Yet. There you go. All right. Thank you. Uh, after the break, we're going to talk to Glenn Loop, and we're going to see who funny. belongs in a cigar in St. Asylum this week. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. To affinity and beyond. 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-body Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Cigar lovers everywhere, pay attention. Smoking Cigars proudly celebrates the 10th anniversary of America's biggest and baddest cigar extravaganza, The Great Smoke. Saturday, February 20th at the American German Club in Lake Worth, Florida. Come witness Cigar Nirvana at this epic expo of 45 different cigar brands and almost every manufacturer in the cigar industry. Your ticket price includes a commemorative cooler bag, 45 top-notch premium cigars, all-you-can-eat food station, and samplings of your favorite wines, spirits, and beer. This is a must experience for any cigar lover. Meet and mingle with our very special guests this year. Legendary athletes Ray Lewis and Gary Sheffield. This year, one lucky attendee will win a nine-day dream vacation for two to Cuba. For more information on this epic event or to purchase tickets, visit thegreatsmoke.com. That's thegreatsmoke.com. Order your tickets today. Very limited availability. Smoke in. Continuing the cigar journey like no other. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best and in 2014, the Serie V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. Oliva cigars can be found at a retailer near you. Ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K, the Brewmeister, here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, and we are just finished enjoying a whole lot of Cop Point Brewing beer. I'm still drinking it. And me too. Yeah, where'd the rest of it go? Somebody give me some. I gave you some. Oh, well, not enough. And we are listening live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. He's just chugging off the backlash <laughs> left. Oh, there is good. <laughs> He's but, like, let's mix it all. Oh, that was the IPA one. That's this one. I we hope you're keeping it lit on this lovely Saturday morning. And now here to give us some insight on what's going on in Washington, D.C., our good friend, Glenn Loop. Mr. Bowtie himself, Glenn Loop. Glenn, how the <laughs> hell are you, my friend? How are you guys? I'm just, uh, you know, sitting around in Virginia waiting for great smoke. Uh, <laughs> Dude, just come a week early. Come on, it'll be fun. It, this Every day should be a build-up to great smoke right now. No. Uh, it, it's getting there. It's getting there, Glenn. So listen, pal, I know life is tough in the world of CRA, man. What is going on with these guys? It's like a never-endless, like, you know, emotional pull. We're doing it. We're not doing it. They're talking about it. They're going to make comments. 
I mean, is, 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 is anything ever going to happen? There's going to be like a... Well, yeah, it's something definitely is going to happen, and I'm fond of saying sex and politics, timing is everything. And it, that's Good point. where we are right and My now. timing is always every off. Fr- <laughs> every Friday since Christmas Eve, literally, every Friday since Christmas Eve, we have been anticipating the issuance of regulation. Um, and I don't say that flippantly because the administration's had a fondness for issuing regulations of all types strictly on holidays. And every time that the threat of regulations to in a deeming process has been issued, it's been on a holiday. So literally, New Year, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, we were anticipating this. Then we had word as recently as last week that it was quote-unquote imminent. And then we found out we have been on hold for two very high-level meetings with the administration on either Monday the sixth, Monday the fifteenth, or Monday the twenty-second. With my, you know, probably great smoke hangover weekend. Um, nice. But we're on hold for that. So we were thinking, well, if we've been afforded a meeting as late as the twenty-second, maybe regulations will happen not until then. But uh, it, it's a moving target, and it's like whether you're in the financial services, the coal, or the gun lobby you got to treat every day like it's your last. So that's a rough way to live. I mean, are you okay? Do you, do you need me to send you some bourbon or something? Just send some of this beer. <laughs> I'll tell you what, nothing will drive you to drinking like the uh, politics of cigars. But, Absolutely. Uh, while we've just got a few seconds, I, I do want to do highlight that as recently as this week, we've picked up two key new members of the House of Representatives on our legislation to exempt putting us at 155. Uh, new Congressman Darren LaHood of Illinois, who was filling a vacant seat, uh, signed on almost immediately after being elected in a special election, and Congressman Kevin Kramer of North Dakota. So that gives us the entire North Dakota delegation of one. That'd be a great question for Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? How many congressmen are there from North Dakota? Or <laughs> I'll put that down for next week. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, Glenn, we've got this meeting set up. It's going to happen. What's the worst-case scenario out of that meeting? Well, the worst-case scenario is that the leaked table of contents, and we talked about this on a past show, there was a yep. leaked table of contents that, a vapor that company the Vapor got. Association got a hold of that said that they intended to slap us with what's called basically option one, which is to regulate premium handmade cigars exactly like cigarettes. Ooh. It's up to the administration to reverse such a recommendation if, in fact, that was true. And I I tend to believe that that recommendation is true, and I say that very publicly. Um, So it's up to the administration, the White House Office of Management and Budget, whom we've met with four different occasions, to change that. And we had a White House meeting on Tuesday, January the 5th, where we tried to get that message across as well. Uh, we had a strategy session on Friday and giving, you know, Kiss My Ash all this kind of quote unquote breaking news. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's option one, regulate like cigarettes. Option two, exempt cigars. What seems to be evolving is a, an option three. Mm-hmm. And that is a, a modified form of regulation that could hopefully be benign. The, the most damaging, and I've said this, you know, a thousand times on this show and, and others very, very publicly, is that uh, the most damaging parts of this are pre market approval. Um, you know, every cigar blend in the in the universe having to be submitted to our federal government for approval before market. Um, I, I think the ban on free samples puts events like Great Smoke at risk of even existing. And I say that because I want 
everybody that attends Great Smoke and the like to in other events across the country to know that anytime a cigar manufacturer or a cigar retailer puts a, a complimentary sample in your hand before you make that investment, knowing everybody's palate is different, here, try this cigar, could become a federal offense. And I'm not being overly dramatic by saying that. Not at all. I think the ban on free samples threatens events. Well, it's either going to be the FDA or Ken Jackson. Did you hear about the guy who's stalking me from the uh, zoning department here in Palm Beach County? No, I haven't heard that. <laughs> this guy's trying to shut down the American German Club. This is a government employee. the zoning head zoning guy. And um, they took 145 pictures last year of the Great Smoke trying to find a code violation. And four of the pictures were, were of me at Sam's Club, 15 miles away, buying water for the event. <laughs> oh my God! No, I had not heard this. This is this is our government employees at work, right? It's great stuff. So uh, while I've got you for a second, I do want to stress that the role that our open letter to candidates for president is having in the process. We had great that was my next question. Distributing our letter in Iowa, and and now for the upcoming uh, primary in New Hampshire, we have volunteers, cigar volunteers, handing out that letter in South Carolina and Nevada. We will have it available at the Great Smoke for the March 15th primary that's going to be held in the state of Florida, where we, nice. we know that these campaigns are swarming every neighborhood for the votes for those primaries. And this is an opportunity for cigar voters to put our position paper in their hands to say, listen, if you want my vote, this is where you've got to come down on regulation. Absolutely. So, Glenn, looking towards the future and everything that's going to happen, I mean, did you ever think we would be in this position that we would actually... I mean, we, we thought for forever that something was going to happen. Do you now feel we are as close to something happening as we have ever been, or are we still in a limbo phase? I don't think anybody Well, knows. yeah, absolutely I think we're as close as we've ever been. Every political indicator in Washington, D.C., both from members of Congress and the administration itself, implies that. I, you know, I say this with all humility. I've been writing the, about this subject and the threat of it since June of 2009. It was the first time I wrote an article saying, listen, if they're going to regulate cigarettes and smokeless, they're going to come after us next. And all too often, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, and now the entire industry is on pins and needles strategizing. Next week, uh, the, uh, our friends of the IPCPR that are having their mid-year meeting in Washington, D.C., there will be over 60 appointments on the Hill that they're conducting on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Manufacturers are coming in next week. And, and along those lines, a, a pivotal thing that's been happening since the last time we talked is that really we're concentrating on getting key Democrats to contact the administration in con from Congress. And that's played a pivotal role, and I can say it very publicly, Senator Nelson of Florida conducted a call, three calls last week, where he did not hold back in his defense of what the cigar industry means to the state of Florida. And I want your your listeners to know that that happened last Atta week. That a boy, Bill. Nelson. Way to go. That a boy. Listen, Glenn. On a lighter note, I just got to ask. You know, you know what I feel like we've been really missing in this area. We need our Charlton Heston. You know, we need that spokesperson. Now, I understand after having William Shatner on Kiss My Ash Radio, which is, mm -hmm. of course, you know, that we've helped put you in touch. Now, I'm hoping any possibility of getting, getting <laughs> Captain Kirk as a spokesperson well, we'll for the CRA? Uh, one, I thank you for that. And, and it was because I was listening uh -huh. to the show last week, and then I saw in your promotional that, that you were going to do this interview at all with, with William Shatner. And he was a great interview. Yes, we, he was really into so cigars. It was a total accident that he was going to be in Washington. Nice. And, and so, yes, we reached out we uh, and we, we connected at the meet and greet that was after the show. Uh, 
the other night, uh, and I gave him a letter uh, that that outlined everything that we're working on. And I, I proposed a statement from him uh, on the regulation question, and uh, on the spokesman front, I, I threw that in there. Oh. And, uh, so I, I'll wait response to the letter. It was a great happenstance, and it was all because of Kiss My Ash well, I that hope. that even uh, came yeah. up at all. So I wrote him this two-page letter, connected with his assistant, and uh, gave him a CRE sample pack of cigars. So we'll nice. see where that the discussion. Uh, that discussion falls. I, I think it'd but be there's awesome. others in the works as well. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome if we can get you know, Denny Kane. Mm-hmm. Denny Kane. I think it'd be awesome if we can get him as a spokesperson. Yes. Absolutely. You know, how can we go wrong with Denny Crane? No, you can't. You can't. It's the best. <laughs> Charleston Heston is dead, so you can't do anything about that. Did All you right. look that up? No. Glenn, thanks for the time. Thanks for keeping everybody informed. We will see you in two weeks at the Great Smoke. Hopefully sign up a bunch of new members for you, too, Absolutely. buddy. Absolutely, and we will have that uh, Florida petition letter for uh, for your listeners to, uh, to hand out to these presidential campaigns for that primary in Florida. We will paint the walls with it. Glenn, thanks for your time. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you in two weeks. We'll get more info on what's going on. Glenn Loop of the Thank CRA, you, everybody. Appreciate it. Take All care. right, and with that, it's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. I. Welcome to the cigar asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Who belongs in a cigar insane asylum this week? Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Lady this M? week, Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Finally, no Florida. Harder rock and roll. Cleveland. We try to we try to search out of Florida for for once. Try to give our Florida a break. All right, police in Cleveland say a man called nine one one because he felt he was in danger. Then he asked the dispatcher to hold while he made a drug deal. Police <laughs> said Tuesday, Alejandro Melendez was arrested after he, uh, a call was charged with possession. Of cocaine. Police said Melendez called 911 late Saturday and reported that two men with guns were watching him. Police records show that he hung up, so the dispatcher called back. He then answered and asked the dispatcher to hold, but put the dispatcher on hold. Who, which could still hear him do a phone on, left the phone on while he made a drug deal talking about cocaine and whatnot, and then police arrived. Yeah, 911, yeah, I'm about yeah. to do a drug deal. I might be in danger. And you know, stay on standby. And it, yeah, recording <laughs> everything. So, yes, uh, Melendez, you are our insane Always asylum. a good idea. I'm going to call anyone. Hey, hold on a sec. i got to order a pizza. Give me a sec. Even yeah. though some guy's trying to stab me, hang on. Give yeah, me be, a be on standby. I'm doing a drug deal. Let me go south. Uh, <laughs> this has been another fantastic and exciting episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you have enjoyed yourself. We've kept it light and, of course, learned a lot of interesting things about beer, cigars, and all of Good other. beer today. Mm-hmm. Nice beer. That's two different times in a row now we've had high-quality beer. You, um, you were really loving the black IPAs. I'm telling you, I really don't need to get into beer, but it, it may accidentally happen. Hey, then part of my life goals are accomplished. And I wow. I move on happily. Oh, you're such an overachiever. I know, really. Next week, Janelle Rosenfeld of Altidus USA will be here. Make the sure lovely Janelle Rosenfeld. The lovely Janelle Rosenfeld. Yes. We'll be here with the lovely Lady M. Yes. We're going to have two hot bodies in here. Though Janelle's probably in better shape. Ooh. Yeah. I got a cramp. <laughs> Look at her. She's over no, there. No, I got a cramp. I got a cramp. It's coming through the back. Crap. I'm so glad I'm not video Lady M's falling apart. All right. Don't forget to check out the KMA Recluse Poll of the Week. Check out our Zycar Prize information, and you can take that home, too. Until next time, make sure you're keeping it lit. Enjoy the big Insurance companies have a very unique business model. 
that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen, they happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, bakerzimmerman.com.